Welcome to the Life on Time Become Inspired podcast with Dr. Alistair Bailey, Jeremy Bielas and John Ford. Hi and welcome to the Life on Time podcast. This is the first podcast of the Life on Time Become Inspired podcast and today we're really just doing an intro into the podcast and its aims and the story behind Life on Time. With me today, I have Jeremy Bielas, who is a head of department at a private school. And I have Dr. Alistair Bailey, who is a clinical psychologist uh, at an NHS trust. So firstly, really just want to uh, get some info on the team. So Jeremy, over to you. Could you maybe just give us a bit of uh, background on, on what you do? Yeah, I just, I'm just feeling a bit um, insignificant because I haven't got a doctor in front of my name. I wish I was a doctor. Um, hello. One day, one day maybe. Hi everyone, um, thanks for that intro, John. Yeah, my name's my name's Jeremy. Although it's only my my mum who calls me Jeremy, so you can call me Jez. Um, I'm a teacher. Uh, as John said, I've been teaching P and sport for around 15 years, uh, and I'm currently a director of sport at an independent school in Berkshire. And yeah, I'm, I've been working alongside uh, John and Doctor Ali for the last well, I don't know how long it's been no, now. It's been a... don't don't call me Doctor Ali. Why not? Doctor Bear, I think Doctor Bear is a little bit better. too uncomfortable. Doesn't what it? do you want to be called, Doctor Bailey? I'd say Sir would be better. <laughs> so, okay, I we've been working together as a team for quite a few months now, and yeah, I'm really I'm, about a year. About a year actually, it's Jeremy. It's been a year. I can't believe it. It has been a year. It's and, been a year in, in the making. And well, that's flown. And I think just a quick background on me: I've been teaching for a while, for about 15 years, as I said, but. Um, something we're going to start talking about is how that job's changed um, and how maybe the emphasis is now, especially with what's going on at the moment, starting to shift a bit more towards mental health and wellness. I'll pass over to you, Ali. Hello, mate. At the moment. Um, and I've also got a, a small private practice as well. Um, came to it quite late, in my sort of mid-20s, I think it was. Um, and I've been doing it for quite a long time now. Um, love the job. And obviously, I've known these guys for quite a long time, sort of 20 odd years now, isn't it? Probably, um, yeah. I can't believe University that. University times, isn't it? Something like that. <clears throat> um, and had obviously been talking with these guys about what we've been doing or what we're going to be doing with Life on Time and thought there's lots that we might be able to bring to it. Yeah, I mean, Alistair does bring you, you know, you give us. Uh, a lot of insight, uh, a lot of knowledge. Um, I mean, it's probably quite a good time now just to explain what life on time is, because some of you might be thinking, what is life on time? Um, so life on time, the, the main aim of uh, the business, the organisation, uh, is really to try and help uh, and inspire young people uh, and give them uh, a platform that they can use to improve their personal development, um, promote achievement and nurture their well-being there's obviously a lot of stuff going on right at this moment obviously with the COVID-19 uh, pandemic uh, which has sort of highlighted this even more but even before then if we look back uh, probably the last three to four years mental health uh, and well-being has become uh, more mainstream uh, less of a taboo subject uh, and it's something that I personally and driven towards because I believe it's a huge has an impact on our performance as human beings. Um, and if we can really work on 
lots of different types of things such as goal setting, uh, mindfulness. I believe we can get a lot more out of ourselves and live a uh, more fulfilled and meaningful life. Uh, so really that's what Life on Time is about. That's our aim. Um, and the, really the aim of this podcast, um, we want it to be fun, but we also want it to be serious with the advice that we give. And we really want to be giving listeners some clear tips and advice on how they can improve their performance, uh, increase their success rate in life, uh, while also nurturing their well-being. Um, so, yeah, we really want to make sure that the people who are listening to this, our listeners, um, will go away straight away and they'll have some immediate things they can add to their life uh, that will help. Um, and currently at this moment in time with the pandemic, uh, the first few episodes will be based on things people can do. Uh, and I think with uh, Dr. Alistair um, and his experience, uh, that gives us some real or should hopefully give people some real confidence in sort of the advice that we're giving. Um, I come from a, a more of a business background um, and a sports background, uh, but I believe that between us, uh, with Jeremy's background in sport and teaching, uh, because we are obviously most importantly looking at uh, students and schools and how schools can help students uh, look after their well-being. So that's the sort of the main aims of Life on Time and the Become Inspired podcast. So we hope we can help you. Um, has anybody else, Jeremy or Alistair, got anything to add to that of what you what you feel like you want to bring to this? Well, I think, yeah, Jeremy I think just first. just picking on what you said. Um, obviously, a lot of my a lot of my career has been spent working in schools, and it's at the moment we're obviously all we're, we're in the middle of this very strange lockdown period with the coronavirus um, pandemic that's going on. And I'm going to be spending pretty much this whole first, this is my, we're recording this um, at the start of my first week back at school. When I say first week back, I mean distance learning. So we're not back in school, but we are, we are going to be delivering lessons and we're going to be connecting with, with young people. And yeah, that that is one th one thing that's come through this crisis is that we are now really focusing on the mental health of these of these kids and not on the results. Whereas normally, right now, it would be exams, exams, exams. Let's get the best out of these kids in terms of value added in exams. Now, because because the government said the exams aren't happening, that's a really interesting shift. Um, and that's in, that's an interesting thing for me as a as a teacher um, and within this life on time group that we've set up, because now there is definitely a shift in that focus on the mental health of these young people. It sounds like, yeah, I think what's important to just note what, sorry, just to, just to make it clear, we are in lockdown currently. I mean, you're, you're now trying to, you've been tasked to teach your kids and your students while being, while they're still in lockdown with all the pressures of that. So it's just really interesting time. Sorry, Alistair. I was just going to say, it sounds like a real contrast from what the priorities are in terms of performance to sort of well-being, really, Jeff. Yeah, I think it's the first time in my career in the last five years, because if I'm, if I'm being honest, um, I've become quite disillusioned as a teacher in the last few years. I've been doing this, like I said, for over a decade, nearly 15 years now. And there's definitely been a, dra over that time, there's been a drastic push just towards results. And I work in the private sector. So parents are, are want to get bang for their buck. They want to get 
you know, they're putting these kids, a lot of them anyway, through private school because they want them to get the best possible outcomes. And that's absolutely fair enough and fine. But unfortunately, that comes with a cost often to the, to the mental health of a, of a child because that, that's the priority. And yeah, it's, it's been, a, obviously, we're going through a horrendous crisis nationally, well, worldwide, not just nationally. Um, lots of people dying from this, from this awful disease. But, and I always try and look on the positive side of things, that has, one thing that is coming through is we are really, definitely my school, and I think this is probably across the board, we are really thinking about how students are coping with this at home. You know, we're, we're all parents, and that's something that will come up later on in probably a different episode. But as John was saying, we're, we're expected to homeschool, um, keep the mental health of kids at home um, good and positive. But now, I, you know, we're going to be delivering lessons to these students as well. But yeah, th- it has been a positive. Uh, it, we're not far enough down to actually know how, how much of a change is going gonna, is gonna to come through long term. But I'm hoping there is going to be a real sort of long lasting effect from this on that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, listening to to you speak there, uh, Jez, the it just like I agree with Ali. It does seem like there is a there's a, a flip on the focusing on the mental health, but I think it's it's clear because there's lots of studies already come out that are saying that you know mental health's being massively affected by uh, negatively by the lockdown and it's effect, uh, especially affecting kids and students. So I think what we're trying to do will hopefully be able to help and that, I mean that's that's my our aim our main aim is to be able to give students and maybe teachers some help on just really simple things that can help uh, them improve their well-being and their mental health uh, most importantly probably at this moment in time uh, Ali what do your um, your initial feelings like with the lockdown and the impact I mean how, how I know you work not necessarily with uh, younger people but general the general public how how have you seen things so i suppose the first thing is to sort of you know the the stuff that you're talking about in terms of the impact this is having on people's lives of how sort of normal that is the fact that people are affected by their lives being turned upside down i think to expect anyone to walk through this without being affected in some way to some degree that feels really unfair and really unrealistic and I suppose a, a part of my job is sort of normalizing people's experience to some degree that you know when the world is changing it's okay to feel a bit stressed it's okay to feel anxious it's okay to feel sad about the things that you can't do anymore um, and I, I'd, I'd be really surprised if anyone's not feeling that to some degree yeah so it's a fact of almost normalizing actually this is a what people are going through is a is actually normal yeah. and i guess it's mechanism uh tools to be able to cope with yeah. with that um, i've had to uh, that's, that's i've had to i've just gonna say i've had to have you had moments yourselves personally i've had to sort of recheck myself every now and again recently and think this is actually happening you know we've been, yeah. we've been stuck at home <laughs> for over a month now and and this is this is real this is happening we're not stuck in a in a bad film uh and i can totally appreciate how difficult this situation must be for for people um but personally if i'm being honest i've i've taken a quite a few positives out out of this environment as well i mean one thing i would Mm. say that i've really noticed is and i think we're good at at this in this country is that coming together that community spirit you know the whole even just going out on a thursday and doing that the clapping for the nhs 
feels like you're coming together a bit as a community. When you see people, you all go, we're all going through this together. There is that, what they've called it, um, they're calling it a bit of a Dunkirk spirit, aren't they? Obviously, because people have been getting involved in helping create. And that's, a, that's been a real school initiative, actually. A lot of schools, DT departments helping build PPE masks and all that kind of stuff. But there is, there is that sense, isn't there? There is that kind of... Yeah, there's definitely get, there's definitely going to be some positives. I mean, it's it's a real uh, double-edged sword. Uh, I find personally because I find that my, you know, I'm at home. I've, my work, all my staff have been furloughed. I've been furloughed, um, and suddenly I'm at home with my kids. I'm working on this project, which which is fantastic. Uh, so I feel really, really uh, fulfilled in what I'm doing. I'm spending lots of time with the kids, the sun's out. So part of me is actually, you know, really, really happy. And then suddenly, like you say, bosh, I feel like, is there, is this actually really happening? Um, and I think that's part of, you know, part of it where you go, your feelings or emotions can go from one extreme to the other. Cause then suddenly you turn the news on and you think, man, is this, you know, what's going to happen in the next month? Are we going to get through this? So um, yeah, my feelings are just swinging from, from sort of, extreme almost extreme highs to sort of a bit of ang- quite extreme anxiety well, we, live, we, live, um, we live in our own little bubbles don't we you know with sort of with lockdown yeah. being present we're kind of living in our own little circle with our own little family unit or whoever it is you might be spending time with and unless you're kind of connected to other people outside of that sort of 24 7 there's going to be kind of the back and forth between well actually in this moment it feels pretty good or actually in this moment, it feels pretty rubbish to be on, on my own or disconnected from my friends or whatever it might be. So, so yeah. the sort of back and forth, again, feels really normal. Yeah, and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm pretty sure that everybody's having their own experiences because I can imagine if you live on your own, if you're young and you live on your own, this must be pretty awful. Um, and you're furloughed or you're, you know, you're, you're being made redundant. There's nothing worse than that. So there's the real extreme of that compared to families maybe who are all living together still. And they live in a big house and they might have might be well off and actually thinking, well, this is really good. You know, I can go and do what I want to do. So I think um, I think obviously there's a lot of there's there's going to be some people going, actually, this is OK. And then there's going to be some people that are going to be suffering a lot, a lot more. I think our, obviously our our aim, I mean, without getting too sidetracked, obviously, on to COVID-19 and the pandemic. I think that's what we're going to be focusing on for our first few episodes. But really what our overall aim is and we were this was going to be a podcast that we were going to do um whether this happened or not so our, you know there are people with mental health issues there is well-being issues within school um and for me my personal one of my personal motivations for this is inspiring young kids to be successful um and that's really what what this podcast in the long run once we get through this pandemic is going to be about um and just to touch on some of those things so people can get a flavor of what we're what this podcast in the future episodes is going to be about um we're very very heavily focused on a values based goal setting program um we won't go into too much detail but rather than a simple goal setting program where you might be aiming to get an a in your uh, maths exam um we focus more on we, we are focusing on those type of things, but the initial phase of goal setting uh, is based on the ACT model where we're looking at values first uh, and values could be anything such as be a kind or compassionate person. Um, and that is where we're sort of starting our journey or we will start our journey. Um, so goal setting is a huge part. Um, we're also moving on. I mean, these are our main principles, uh, mind and body connection, uh, 
which will cover nutrition, sleep, physical activity, meditation, uh, and mindfulness and act. Uh, we'll also be looking at attitude, things such as growth mindsets and in ways of improving that and getting uh, students and kids and your kids uh, to do that. I mean, this podcast is aimed at students, but we believe that uh, within to get students learning this type of thing, we do need to get teachers and parents involved as well. So that is the aim. So if you're a parent or you're a teacher, then ideally you can pass this information on um, as and when the podcasts go live. Uh, one of the other things is building confidence. Confidence is obviously key uh, to a lot of things within life. Uh, and one of our other key areas will be leadership. So they're sort of the main areas that we'll be focusing on uh, over the coming months. Um, but yeah, so going, going back to the, the current pandemic, um, one of our first points we're going to be trying to focus on is how goal setting can actually help. And that'll be one of our next episodes, um, one of our first episodes. Um, so yeah, I mean, Jez and Ali, I mean, your how confident are you that we can actually, I mean, moving on, that we can actually help and give some helpful advice? What, what do you feel, what you got? What have you got in your locker? I think it's 100%, right. Um, I think, I'm not saying that we can make everyone's life feel like they're sort of rainbows coming out of their butts, but I think there's main, <laughs> meaningful changes that we can offer in terms of making small kind of manageable changes that can really have, you know, especially when you start chaining them together, can make a real difference. I don't think that's any guarantee, but I think it, I think kind of using the stuff that we might be able to offer stands you in better stead. Yeah, I think, um, yeah. I think picking up from that, Ali, it's, we, we believe that we've got a, a good blend and a good mix of advice and expertise, don't we? I mean, as John said, he, has a background in very successfully in business. Uh, I've been teaching for a long time, working with young people for a long time. And obviously Ali's um, got a, a very strong background medically and, and with um, all the clinical work that you've been doing. And I think between the three of us, hopefully we can come up with some useful tips and tools. And I don't think we're saying we've got all the answers and we're not saying we're perfect because obviously we're human beings as well. And I think that's part of it as well. I think that's something we'll talk about as well. We're not going to pretend we know everything. We're doing everything right. But a lot of the, I was thinking about this today for me as a PE teacher, a lot of my coping mechanisms come through by setting myself physical goals and challenges. Um, so I think, uh, you know, a lot of, not everything, but a lot of my answers come back to, having a healthy body first and then I go that sort of leads me towards having a healthy mind um, but it'll be really it should be really interesting having a debate with you guys about that and, and how we all feel about it yeah sounds good to me yeah 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 and I, I think yeah I mean that's probably a good point to to finish on for the intro episode I hope everybody's uh got a bit more of an understanding and a flavor of what this podcast is going to bring you um our first podcast will be on how goal setting uh, can help uh, relieve some of the stresses and the anxiety that may be being created in students. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye on our uh, blog. Uh, you'll find some really inf interesting information on th on there, uh, and you'll be able to see when our next podcast will be going live. So thank you and goodbye. For more help and advice from Life on Time, please visit our website, www.lifeontime.com.
lifeontime.co.uk. There's lots of helpful hints and tips on how to nurture your students' well-being. So please take a look.